Welcome to this special episode of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called What Would You Do? where we talk about professional standards, committee cases, and code of ethics violations. Here with me today, the number one violator, just kidding, Jim Camarada. Hey, how you doing, Jim? Yeah, I'm doing fine, Jen. How you doing? That does. Have you ever been in trouble? Knock on wood. Not no. yet, huh? Nope. They haven't caught me. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, I'm, I'm the guy who accompanies my agents and uh, we're now up to 150 in the office. So 150 licenses under mine. Yeah. Ooh. But, uh, so far, so good. You know, I'm keeping everybody out of realtor jail. Fingers and toes crossed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the case you have for us today? Oh, we've got an interesting one. And um, I, I guess I can affectionately refer to it as one of those social gathering cocktail party kind of uh, discussions. Where people talk about things after the fact, because everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everybody. And they go, <gasps> you did what? Oh, my so, goodness. Here's the scenario. Uh, buyer is looking for a very specific type of property. Okay. There's an agent to okay. help them find that particular property. Great idea. A couple, couple of weeks later, agent comes back to the, uh, the buyer and says, I just listed the property that checks all of your boxes, except one, you know, the price is just a little bit more than what you wanted to spend. That happens. Show it to you. Yeah. Okay. So shows it to them. Buyer says, yeah, this is great. Uh, and after some negotiating back and forth, they come to a price and terms acceptable and right. they close on the property. Perfect. Now I, I need to back up just a second. The buyer, when he hired the agent said, I will pay you a finder's fee. So, okay. Keep that in mind. So, Outside of the commission. Oh no. Um, anyway, this is how these things happen. Okay. So he listed the property. He sold his own listing. And he got compensated by the seller and he got compensated by the buyer client. So, so the property he was talking about was his own property? No, no. It was just representing another client. Oh, okay. I'm with you. Okay. Another so another seller represented him, buyer represented him, brought the two together. Okay. Sold, closed. Okay. So. Okay. So naturally, a few weeks later, at a cocktail party. So of course. Sweet. Somebody's talking and the seller discovered that the buyer had also paid the agent a finder's fee. Okay. So do you want to pause at this point for your commercial break or do you want to continue? Uh, we can pause. Okay. okay. So I do want to tell you about two of our favorite partners. The first one is my coach, coach John Kitchens. He is, we're dealing with a lot of people that want to like, leverage, maybe start a team, um, things like that. And so he'll do a free foundation check before you leverage, which is good to know because as there's a lot of leadership qualities, when you start a team or, you know, leverage your thing that you need leverage yourself that you need to know. So you would go to www.mygrowthscore.com to get that foundation check. The other one is RVA. Hey, Francis. Her, it's Cyberbacker. So they um, help us with all of our social media and things like that. And they can do administrative work, 
um, transaction coordination, all kinds of things that you shouldn't be doing and that you are doing because you don't want to lead generate. You should pay them to do it. Go to cyberbacker.com and put Fight Club for a special prize. Okay, so let me back up and fully understand. So the the agent, he um, got a listing and the uh-huh. listing met the criteria of a buyer that he had. Uh-huh. The um, seller and the listing brokerage agreed to compensation. Uh-huh. The seller agreed to additional compensation. Buyer. The, oh, the I buyer thought the, the, fee. the buyer did. The buyer did. paid the finder's fee. The seller had the normal seller. Oh, okay. Okay. That's where I was confused. Okay. So the listing agent and the seller agreed to compensation and then the buyer agreed to an additional compensation and they're all at a party. And I guess, okay, I don't really, I sort, I think it depends on how it happens, but I'm not a hundred percent seeing a problem here, but carry on. Well, the seller asserted that the agent had never told him that he was representing both parties and collecting oh. fees from both parties. Oh, now that's so a problem. In Minnesota, yeah, in Minnesota, mm-hmm. that would be considered dual agency. It's, right. it's different in different states. And if you have that kind of relationship, and if you are representing one and- It has to be disclosed. It's got to be disclosed. I mean, there's and paperwork. I mean, this is easy to know if he disclosed it or not. Yeah. Well, he had not. And and Feller said, you didn't tell me about that. You violated uh, one of your own articles after doing research. He said, "Uh, you violated Article 7. Which reads? You may ask me, which reads? And they transact. Do I know you or what? Yes. (laughs) Uh, In a transaction, realtors shall not accept compensation from more than one party, even if permitted by law, without disclosure to all parties and the informed consent of the realtor's clients or client. So he didn't do the he didn't do that to either, uh, either it's, party. Seems like he bio. Well, right. He didn't do written disclosure. I assume that the buyer knew that it was his listing. I think that's fairly obvious, but even not the disclosure still has to be there. I think he violated yeah. And, you know, even though he said, well, I serve both parties faithfully. Doesn't uh, matter. And, you know, I, I got the deal done. Well, the hearing panel said Mm-mm, you were in violation of Article 7. Uh, his efforts to represent the buyer and the seller at the same time and the fact that he intended to be compensated by both parties should have been fully disclosed well in advance. Agreed. So did not. So violation of Article 7. <laughs> Let me ask you this. So um, in this scenario, had are we allowed to accept additional compensation or the, is that like state by state or how does that work? Uh, you do have to look at your state by state regulations uh, in Minnesota. It, it does allow for it. even in our buyer agency, exclusive buyer agency agreement. It, it, there's a paragraph in there that talks about compensation and that I can accept additional compensation so, yeah, we can in Ohio too. And a lot of companies will charge like an administrative fee, which is technically, I mean, that's additional compensation. Well, we do too. We call it a broker administrative fee. Yeah. Uh, we don't participate in that. I mean, that that's the cover uh, that goes directly to the brokerage. 
God forbid. Ours goes to directly to us. No, ours goes to the broker. Wah, wah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, if, if you get a, a, a lawsuit against you, you've got to pull all the files. If you've got a Department of Commerce or an IRS audit. I get it. You've got to pull all that stuff together. I get and that's it. staff time, you know, so. I think, though, this, okay with it. it passes the logic test, right? It's like the parties will want to know as the representative, one, that you represent both parties. I mean, that is like, duh, right? Is there any state that doesn't require disclosure of representation? Not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of either, duh. And I, this just seems so weird. Like, what was he trying to do? Like, did, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know how the file was accepted by the brokerage without having the proper disclosure forms. Mm -hmm. But I think too, for when people do accept additional compensation, I think at least in our state, there's a stipulation of how it can be accepted. Like it, it has to run through the brokerage. Like we can't just accept money outside of the brokerage. Is that the same? You, you cannot accept anything. Yes. It all has to run through the brokerage. Yeah, yeah. Somebody which makes sense. I mean, get away with something. I said, absolutely not. You know, that's a violation of RESPA. I no. mean, you can get away with it if nobody tells on you. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, you Don't just told it. me. So now I know. No, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was a that's a good case. I like it. Well, Jim, if people um, have a referral for you in Minnesota or they have a question for you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Okay, either call me at 6125. 6-2-7-4-6-1, or email me, uh, Jim Camerata at KW for Keller Williams, KW.com. Awesome. And if people want to look at the case, um, we did write it up. We put it in the vault, which is jennifermertland.com slash vault. And if they're interested or um, in EXP and seeing if EXP can help them, feel free to give me a call or a text 513 400 1691. Awesome. Thanks, Jim.